0: All right, what is going on, everyone, and welcome back to the channel. We got the dynamic duo <laughs> back again—the the double quarter pounder meal deals <laughs> <I'll see laughs> of <laughs>
1: No, bro,
0: what is What's going crackin'?
1: on? <laughs> oh, I'm happy to be back on the legendary podcast.
0: We were just talking about how if we continued with AFL content, we might be more successful in our current careers. We're talking about other yeah. big YouTubers that have done it well and we're just sitting here barely struggling.
1: <laughs> <we're> recording this <laughs> Nah, bro. It would've would have been weird, but here we
0: are. My electricity <laughs> can't even stay afloat with the storm out and about, and Cardman 22 is oh. making a thousand bucks a month. <laughs> what is going oh, on?
1: We're getting shit on. <laughs> we Kelsey are FIFA come back
0: you should actually do it that'd be like the coolest thing ever just to see you reclaim the throne no bro i tried a couple of times but i can't do it for some reason who's gonna stop you Caden mcdonald that guy lives in like geelong or something like that doesn't even (laughs) live in the big city the big Uh, kate mcdonald he he's
1: like in with the afl now like they paid him to go around the country and go to games and all that
0: that could have been me and you
1: I know, oh my god, imagine, it should have been us instead of him and Cookson.
0: I could have been Cookson, we are more <laughs> symmetrical than Cookson is.
1: <laughs> I saw him once at the 2019 Grand Final, <laughs> he was standing right next to me, I didn't say anything, of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Don't think Caden McDonald was there.
0: Do you reckon C- Cook, I know who you were? No, nah, but he really was, you know, you know Twisty3?
1: twisty three yeah he was with i haven't heard that name in a long time and my sister was getting the footy face paint (laughs) and i was standing right next to them twisty three
0: definitely knows who i am oh that's the afl evolution guy
1: yeah he does like cricket videos now and he's like
0: right older shit (laughs) right Bro, I'm gonna title this clip: Aussie Fifer and Captain Fudge reminisce on the old times. That's something I was gonna tell you earlier. Someone <laughs> slid in my DMs a couple of years ago and said, "Yo, is this Captain Fudge?" I was like, "What, <laughs> bro? Uh, I had like from the uh, footy card that.
1: videos.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. I had like that 400 was ages ago. that ago. That's crazy. What but did... I figured we should get into AFL content again. So what I'm saying and, is. For the centre-half bench and Aussie FIFA comeback, we should start off with some predictions. Now, I have not looked at the predictions at all. I don't know if you have. Yeah, me neither. But I have not. So I'm going to give you a team or, you know, the teams. um, We're going to go over who wins and who's the favourite. So who do you think... For round one? Yeah, for round one. So who do you think is the favourite for Melbourne versus uh, the Doggies? Good old Footscray. Well...
1: Well, you'd think that Melbourne would obviously be the favourites being the Premiers, but I have a feeling about the Dogs that they're going to come out for revenge. They'll be hungrier. I don't know if it'll take Melbourne a while to work into the season or something, but I have a really big feeling that the Guns will get firing for the Dogs on the first night of the season.
0: Right. So you've got the Demons as a favourite and the is winning it. Yeah. That is correct. The Demons are the favourite. Yeah, I think so. I think it's too hard to say. I don't think the doggies were overly great in their um game against Brisbane in pre-season. Oh, no. They've definitely been a lot better. And I might look, the D's are just such a good footy team where it's oh, kind of like yeah. can you I know they didn't do well against Carlton either, but can you can you back against them? Like so I might I go would, with, Dees.
1: with with their midfield, you can with, never like the one midfield that I think can compete with them is the, the dog Dogs, is. but there's a big difference between Tim English and Stefan Martin and Luke Jackson and Max Gorn. Oh yeah. But um, I try not to read too much into the preseason games, which we'll probably hear about with the next one. So I'm trying my hardest to ignore right, them. Right, right, right. But yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty confident on the Dogs
0: to be honest, but I, I don't know. All right, so Melbourne. I'll go with the Ds just to be a bit different. But yeah, the other the team dogs. is the one I think we we know who we're tipping, and that's Richmond versus Carlton. Obviously, Richmond is a favorite, at least on sports bet. We are – I'm assuming you're tipping Richmond. I would <laughs> ultimately – I don't think I've ever tipped against Richmond. Maybe, like, once just to show people I'm not, like – super unbiased let's be honest you dude yeah i tried my hardest when i
1: was making videos to seem like i wasn't biased towards richmond but then i just put them at the top of
0: every single list so (laughs) (laughs) i was super biased there's, there's a couple of things that i think go into this and i think this is the most important game for maybe for round one because oh yeah both of these teams need I think, need to make the A. First of all, if Carlton don't make the A, it is the biggest disaster because they have invested so much money and time into this list. And then if you're Richmond and you don't make the A, it's kind of like, well, it's not as bad. It's not really a bad thing, but it's kind of like the first sign of a somewhat rebranded run like like Port Adelaide did a couple of years ago
1: especially with like Tarrant coming in and we've got some younger players in now, it's kind of like, if we're going to have one last crack at it, it's probably going to be this season, Yeah, but I'm not too confident on that. I mean, I saw an AFL post on Instagram that had had us on a ladder prediction ranking like third. And I think that's just crazy. Like, we would have to be playing some crazy football, and I don't trust our midfield, yes. to be honest, to do
0: that. Am I, am I am I correct for saying this? If Carlton do not beat Richmond in round one, there is a very big chance they don't make the A. Oh, like, it is. They are expected, in my opinion, to beat Richmond. It is
1: huge. Yeah, it is a massive game, especially for Carlton. Like, <laughs> so much is on the line for them with mm. this game. They ha- Imagine how happy their supporters would be, mm. how much different it would feel walking from the game, round one, and, you know, we've just been beaten by Carlton. But I, it's just such a big game for them. I, I think it's, it's also a big game for us, but there's so much pressure on Carlton, and it's just if they collapse under that yeah. pressure, then we'll
0: capitalise. Well, it, we're expected to finish 7th to 12th, right? Like, that's probably yeah. our ultimate prediction. So if Carlton don't beat us, then that doesn't tell me, like, especially if they lose by one of those 30-point games again. Like, that's the big thing. You cannot uh, lose by the 20 to 30 points that you lose by every year. Because if you lose by the 20 to 30 points, how can you be expected to be higher than a team that's projected to finish 7th to 12th?
1: Yeah, they that's have to, saying. They if they don't, win they have to put in like a really good performance and they can't lose by Mm. any more than a couple of goals for it to be some sort of a pass mark but there is a new coach coming in so who knows really I I think that Carlton almost should be winning this game to be honest but I don't want to bet against us it's just I think that Carlton should be really hungry. They don't have Sam Walsh, but their midfield is so much improved now. I think that they they really should be
0: winning, to be honest. Yeah. But... And the thing is, too, they'll be like, oh, but Richmond's so much older. Carlton are old now. They are an oh, older yeah. team. They are probably mid in the AFL. They're probably like in that 7th to 10th range of list maturity and age. They're definitely not, I wouldn't say, in that bottom eight anymore. Like, half their players are 25 now, entering their prime. I don't think that can yeah, be even an excuse anymore. There's
1: no more excuses for Carlton now. They're not yeah. young. They've had so much time. They haven't performed on a consistent level for so long. Their supporters would just be starving for some sort of Something good football. Good. And, like, Paddy Cripps, hopefully he's fully healthy now. He mm. plays with a lot of injuries. You got him on and- coach. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I think he's going to kill us round one. Well. I'm not even going to count. Yeah, so I think do we're I. in trouble. I, I think the the game will be won and lost in the midfield. To be honest, in my opinion, because we could just they could just come out the blocks, kick a kick a bunch of goals in the first quarter, yeah. and we'll be too far behind. But yeah, I I think. That it's do or die for Carlton now, and who knows
0: what happens if they do not succeed this season? Like it's, they simply have to. Also, didn't they didn't get good news today because Dylan Grimes? I think I don't know who he said this to, but I saw heard it on the radio coming uh, home from the boys' house, and Dylan Grimes is said do not do not completely rule me out for round one. So that is not great news for Carlton fans or whatsoever. Because Dimmer was like ruling him out and Grimes has come out and said, well, uh, that was another
1: reason I was really concerned. I said it to you. Yeah. Because if Curno and or Mackay, if both of them are on, then the game should be done. But uh, if one of them are on, like our back line, we do have Tarrant down there now. Yeah. So obviously that's a lot more helpful after Asprey's gone and Bolt has been pushed up forward. Mm. gibkiss Gibcus will have a lot of help, especially if Grimes plays, but I don't want gibkiss to be playing one-on-one of, yeah. on one of
0: them two, obviously, no. in
1: his first game.
0: I think he'll play somewhat of an intercept role. I think Brody might go to Kerno. Um, yeah, Tarrant might go to... Um... Uh, McKay, but here's the thing. Here's what you got to do if you're Carlton. If you are Carlton, you cannot let Richmond's height persuade this game uh, because they yeah. have they have besides their backline because their backline's a little small now. Realistically, their backline is probably one of the smallest in the game at the moment. If you look at their forward line, Bolter, Lynch, and Revolt, Ruckstocks are Soldo and Nankervis. You cannot let their Kicking to mark game go off. Not just that, you can, you also can't let them like um, bring it to the ground either. Like if you bring it to the ground, you're ultimately going to be in trouble in that forward half. I think they have to get on top in the midfield. If Richmond can even contain their midfield and not keep it quiet, but keep it to its average and not go off, then that's not a good sign for Carlton. Yeah, There's I have to work with. I'm
1: a lot happier now that. We have Bolter, who can play anywhere now, but he'll be playing mostly forward forward, by the looks of it. And uh, we just have so many players that can kick goals for us now. So Mm. we're not relying on Jack or Lynch. As long as one of them are playing all right, we should be a chance in most of the games, to be honest.
0: Oh, and don't let Richmond's youth outshine Carlton's youth. Because it's like, if Ralph Smith and that go off, it'd be the funniest thing ever. Because it's like, bro, Richmond spent like... the the trashiest picks on these players and they're Mm. all expected to play round one and where's Paddy Dow right now where's (laughs) Sam Walsh (laughs) none of these guys are even playing
1: yeah Paddy Dow (laughs) I had him everyone had him in super Super coach Coach at some point last year he He let everyone down but uh yeah where if like I would love, absolutely love seeing Ralph Smith just Dominate. running up and down the wing. like that would make me so happy. As yeah. long I, I actually think that we might get a close game for once, mm-hmm. I really hope we do. Uh, if we get
0: a real intense game to start off the season, just be an incredible way to yeah. start the year. And it would but... put the Doggies to Melbourne game to shame. Like, why is... Oh, my God. Do not even get me started on how stupid that is. That they, nah, the we should, fixturing. we got to move on because we're, we're talking too much about this. St. Kilda versus Collingwood. Saints are the favourite. I will probably... I could even look at the pies. Like, I... Yeah, I'm not convinced about St Kilda's list. Really, St Kilda ever. they
1: could they could win or lose every single game. Like every the competition, game. you will not know what to expect from most of the competition this season. Like I'm no one really, relies really on really more of a player
0: than them. They rely oh, on Jack yeah. Steele to Steel. carry them over every single line in the game.
1: He's an absolute superstar, but. St. Kilda realistically should be winning this game by quite a margin considering where Collingwood are expected to be at this season. But they've still got some really good players. Like, I've heard some really good things about Dagoe heading into the season. Mm. So,
0: I I actually,
1: I will tip St. Kilda, but I would not be surprised if Collingwood got a hold of them. And it just be really funny, to be honest, because Saints fans leaving the ground that night. Like, if they lost by a fair margin
0: to Collingwood, that would be hilarious. I might, I legitimately might, and I'm not saying they're the better team. Like, my opinion will change. Game day, you watch. But honestly, I might say, because uh, for you Collingwood fans that are watching this video, I don't think really anyone's tipping you. And I might even legitimately go and actually support your side here, especially especially if, like, Lipinski and Howe, they all get up. Like, they're, they're all injured at the moment. I think Kruger's out for round one. But if, like, if Lipinski plays, if Howe plays, they could definitely be a chance. But St. Kilda could also thrash them. So the smart thing would be to tip St. Kilda. But I might give you might give you Pies fans at least someone to tip for you. Because I don't know if anyone is. And I might yeah. just say the Pies just for uh, why not. The thing is, St. Kilda, they could come out
1: and destroy them. Destroy them. them. <laughs> like... Kill
0: them now. Like...
1: Oh, yeah, man. after after you said that St Kilda might win by 10 goals, but mm. well, I, if they do, I, I as long as Collingwood show some, yeah, I don't think the Pies will be like I think they'll still be competitive in a fair few games this season. Like they've still got all their main players yeah. to be honest.
0: So yeah, I, you have to go with the Saints. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll go with the Saints. I'll tip them, but also Pies fans and I I, I want to see a good game. I want it because I love Craig McRae. I've got a bit of a fan crush on Craig McRae, so I want to say something good. Geelong versus Essendon, I'm not so convinced about. I'm going to lock in Geelong here to do some harm at the G. Am I wrong for saying that? I think they're going to... Even though preseason, they sucked.
1: Yeah, I, I have been advocating for Geelong, like going into the season, saying that they won't fall as far as people think they will. But Essendon... There's like a there's a bit of an excitement about them, like especially after (laughs) last year. (laughs) No, especially after last year, there's an excitement around Essendon, I reckon. And oh, it's at the NCG, it'd be Essendon's home game. Yeah, it's Uh, Geelong's
0: home game.
1: uh (laughs) Ah, well, Geelong supporters won't Geelong supporters won't be happy with that then. But maybe they. (laughs) They only get mad if they play us at the MCG that for is some reason. True. It really hurts their feelings. Anyway, I'm actually, uh, I I don't know if I trust the forward line of Essendon
0: enough, so I will go Geelong. Right, that's what I'm thinking. I think it could be a close game, but dude, if Hawkins and Cameron Hawkins find and form, Cameron, yeah, it's over now. Yeah. I have with next game we have, in my opinion, one of the most overrated teams in the AFL. Shots fired, bang bang. Um, GWS versus Sydney. Why does everyone think Sydney is a top four chance? Yeah,
1: get because they're young and they play so well last year, so they think they'll get even better. But it's Did only their one list year. Did improve this off season?
0: Answer no. that for me. It it didn't. How many teams so, list improved this season? There's at a, least a five, lot. six very solid teams that got a whole yeah. lot better.
1: There's a lot of teams that are pushing for finals now, and I, Sydney are nowhere near top four in my books. No, nah. uh, they'll be fighting out for the lower part of the eight. You'd think, but there was same with Essendon. There was a lot of excitement about them uh, towards the end of last year. Buddy Franklin going for his thousandth mm-hmm. goal.
0: So, do they yeah, beat JWS? I I don't think, or oh, because I've got. I'm going to tip GWS to win this game. I think GWS have a good track record against the Swans.
1: I didn't, yeah, I didn't realise how good the, how, like, hard the first round games were to pick. Yeah. I Well, I think I will just
0: go with Sydney.
1: Mm. GWS is such no, a weird no, team I'm going with No, GWS. One knows,
0: no one knows where they're going to go, dude. If their midfield clicked, we've been saying this for six years, if their midfield clicked, it could be the best in the game. Jacob Hopper, Josh Kelly, Keneally goes back to form. Make yeah, it happen. I mean, Do something.
1: After, after last season's final, you'd think Sydney would be out for blood, but... Oh, it's, it's such a hard game to pick. I might just go GWS to get it done in the first round of the season because I think their list is still really, really good. Yeah. And they've still got Jesse Hogan up in the forward line. Their defense is not bad. Their midfield's obviously great. Is Hogan but... playing round one? I
0: don't, I think I'm he not might 100% be. sure. This is the thing, but me and you have just, we've just pissed off a lot of people because Sydney are the favourites and we've both gone gws yeah i and sydney could definitely smack gws they could 100 percent come out and belt them but we've still yeah. confidently gone yeah it's gws there yeah. like, i mean I don't know.
1: it depends like if buddy and Heaney are on yeah then you obviously sydney are a really good chance mm. but I think that their parade might get rained on in the first round of the season, to be honest.
0: Well, next game I think is a little easier in my eyes. Brisbane versus Port at the Gabba. But we'll be going for the Brisbane Lions to beat them. They are a yeah. fifty favourites.
1: Yeah, yeah, big favourites. It, it depends on where the game is played, to be honest. Gabba, On road. what team... Yeah, on what team you're going to be picking. So Mm. since it's at the Gabba, I can't see Port going up there and winning in the first game of the season. So I I will tip Brisbane. It's probably, despite the fact that Port and Brisbane will both be competing for top four,
0: it's one of the easiest games that we've gone through so far. Mm, I agree. Um, Hawthorne versus North Melbourne, that is a more tough game. At uh, the MCG, the Hawks are a dollar sixty-seven favourites against two twenty-one.
1: Uh, Hawthorne looked hopeless in the pre-season Richmond. game. They
0: were bad. There was not like, one like hope there. Like they might have been like, oh, the young players played good, but they did on the start in the actual yeah, they, game. It was like
1: they made us look better than we probably are, to be honest. Especially at the start of the game. Mm. So. I want to go with North Melbourne to come out and improve off their efforts last season. Hawthorne are favourites at the MCG. That's really tough, I think. Hawthorne still have some okay older players, Mm. but their younger players aren't all that, to be honest. It depends who even gets a game to start the season. Oh, that's
0: so tough. I might go with Hawthorne, though. Here's the thing. I think North Melbourne will be the better team through the year. Yeah. But I think North so will beat them round one. At at the MCG. And this is going to come into our next thing after the two next games, because we'll also be talking about the Wooden Spoon. If you're watching this on the Clips channel, we should have a separate cl- clip coming out very soon. Another thing to mention as well, I forgot to mention this at the start of the video, these um, predictions are going to be coming out before the actual podcast. So there's going to be like oh, a yeah. big big um 20 minute preview for the next podcast because the podcast will be coming out well after the predictions and i really want to get these out how good yeah so a bit of a sneak peek for you at home i feel like i'm on talking tigers with matthew richardson <laughs> we've got now adelaide versus freeman or this is a real interesting one because the adelaide crews crows are Two dollars twenty to or six dollars. I'm um, at one sixty eight rather. <laughs> at Adelaide Oval, I think Frio Frio
1: should be really? competing for the A. I think Frio should be winning this game. Adelaide are, gonna, Adelaide are going to they are going to be up and down this season. They're going to have some good performances and they're going to have some Ooh. bad performances. See,
0: I think you've got them more as a wooden spoon, like Smokey, more than maybe I do. By the way, you're speaking. There. Oh,
1: I don't. I don't think they'll be finishing like last. competing for the wooden spoon. You wouldn't think, and you'd hope not. I have a lot of faith in Maddie Nick's. I really like him. But they they obviously did beat Geelong there at the Adelaide Oval last year. Mm. Uh, but Frio, they they've got a real good team. Uh, even though they have lost Chera, and I think people are underestimating how much of an impact he had. Yeah. Uh, and, like, they've got Mundy through the middle and Brayshaw.
0: Uh, I will I will go with Fremantle to win. i tell you what, I'm going to go Fremantle to win because I absolutely got smacked in my Supercoach draft today because all the boys have been focusing so much on injuries, and all I do is watch NBA now, so I couldn't tell you who is injured. And I yeah, picked, I, I couldn't tell you who's injured. I picked lead and Seedsman in the draft. At, with my second and third pick, I think it was, Just to find out, they're both injured for ages. Seisman's out with a concussion indefinitely. And Lance's out to land six. And
1: Lance, a real important player for them.
0: Yeah, so screw you, Adelaide. And (laughs) screw you, Supercoach Draft System, for not telling me about every injury. That's messed (laughs) up. I'm going with Fremantle to beat the Adelaide Crows just because I think a healthy Adelaide team could beat them, but the injuries are there. They have injuries. Oh, yeah. And is Taylor Walker still suspended? He's still gone for. Yeah,
1: he's suspended for quite a while, actually. And their forward line—I mean, <laughs> Elliot Himmelberg and
0: Fogarty probably won't be playing. <laughs> Wait, what? So Phil Thor? <laughs> am I am I missing something? Why? Uh, what? What am I missing?
1: I, I you're not missing. I'm saying like they could be playing, but are they mean... getting the
0: file or something? It's like they no, fun. no, no. I <laughs> they're mean, like, they're oh, not.
1: No. I don't see them as very. Good players so yeah. far. They Fogarty showed signs right, a couple right. of years ago. Dude, Himmelberg, has shown a couple. in 2017,
0: bro. In 2018, oh, it's or been something.
1: so long. Fogarty has had so long. Like, do you know what this...
0: instantly came to my mind? Do you remember that Carlton fight in like 2009 when the bloke mm-hmm. like Batista bombed the one guy and <laughs> kicked him up the ass like, <laughs> the, in the, the training? Do you remember that? <laughs> the two Carlton. I players, don't. I'll have to they look got it into up. A fight and one of them got banned and kicked out of the club. Bro, there's no way we can go to the podcast with you not remembering that fight.
1: No, bro. I, I genuinely can't at this moment at search 11 it, PM. Search it
0: up while I talk about the next one. We've got West Coast versus the Gold Coast signs in off the stadium. Ben King, the most important signature in AVO history, kept a ton of people in a job in Gold Coast. We are I think we're both in agreement here. It's a pretty obvious one. West Coast dollar twenty-five favorites to Oh yeah. Gold Coast Suns four dollar favorites. Um four dollar not favorites rather. We're going to go with the Eagles, right? Is that is that what you're looking yeah. at?
1: Yeah. Eagles are not like everyone is saying that the Eagles will have a horrible year, which they will. I don't think they'll be really in the eight contention. They shouldn't be, but Gold Coast are, like things aren't looking good for them right now, to be honest. Matty Rao, hopefully he can come in and show some signs for them, but I'm definitely going West
0: Coast. I, I, I want to play this um this video, but I'm not too sure about the copyright and stuff. I'm not, I'm not sure what I'm looking at here. Who's the video from? It's it's the um and I don't know how I'm going to edit this in, but I I want to watch um the blues fighting because i think this would be funny yeah i i podcast. couldn't find it you i looked for
1: 2009 and 2011
0: am i am i putting it on all right let's, yeah, let's do get it. this on this is a trial lads ladies and gentlemen i i don't know how this is gonna look like i'm recording but i might remember it, it once i see who it is i think we'll we'll skip through most of this all right you ready do I, do I have volume on? What do I do? What's the What am, what am I copyright looking at Just, here?
1: Nah, Channel 10, surely they're not investigating <laughs> fudge for then YouTube.
0: Alright, <laughs> let's give this a look. <laughs> 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 Jesus hold Christ! Hold on a second, do you remember that? Oh,
1: our oh, <laughs> Halplin. Oh, right, hold on a second! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Goodness gracious me, bro! I mean, what caused that? <laughs> I don't even remember. There was like a bit of a fight going on. at the old blues, and that when you when you said that um the Adelaide players and that you they were not in, I was like, oh no!
1: Oh yeah, I I didn't <laughs> I didn't mean like they're not in. I mean, I don't rate them.
0: <laughs> that is the funniest thing. All right, we're moving on now. That's enough. That is enough. Let's get off that. (laughs) We're going... I I actually still want to talk about the Adelaide Crows for a second before I get in the wooden spoon. Because I was saying, there is a player right now in the AFL who I would 100% go for, trade for. And this was brought up, I don't know if it was from Cornsy or someone, but I think someone mentioned it. And me and you have often discussed this. But what do you think is going on with Jack Graham right now? Because Whoa. he's contracted till 2023, but I think when he signed that, he probably thought there was a very big chance he was going to be the club captain. And when you're yeah. told by the media, the fan base, the su- the supporters, the, the whole entire footy community, that you are the next captain of the Richmond Football Club, but you go to work and you do a... Um, they do a vote and you get told that Toby Nankervis <laughs> is in front of you. Yeah, I was not expecting Nank after her.
1: I mean, Nank's obviously like so highly rated throughout the club and I really highly rate him. He's one of my favourite players, but I was not expecting him to be a captain. I wasn't expecting us to do co-captains either. I'm not the biggest fan of clubs doing co-captains, but Graham definitely like he was backed in by everyone. everyone. He was going he was going to be the next captain of Richmond. Every supporter, uh, it obviously didn't happen. I don't know if they thought he wasn't ready. He's still young, but that's, that's I don't know. That's the issue
0: know. though, because from the way they've spoken, they think Grimes and Nank are going to be the captain for the next couple of years. Yeah, and so, if you're looking at it like this, Jack Graham is contracted for only one year. In the AFL, one year is nothing. It is yeah, nothing. Uh, the nothing. AFL doesn't carry over contracts. They basically terminate them once a play gets traded if it's if they can restructure it for them to be on more money, right? If you're the Adelaide Football Club and you see Jack Graham and you already have some issues with the young leadership at your club, like after Sloan, who's going to be their captain? Exactly. Not just that. You're looking at this. They, take, they took... Still Thorpe at two. Next year, they took Rochelle um, at six. And this year, they'll probably have another top five pick again, right? After yeah. that, you would think, hold on a second. We have drafted so high for so many years in a row. We, I would say to the... If I was Adelaide, I'm going to Jack Graham. I'm talking to him and say, hey, mate, we'll trade for you. Play one year with the club. And then the next year on from there, you can probably be the captain of the club if everything yeah. goes right you almost have to do that considering he's from South Australia.
1: He's a player who it is looking like if a player is like, he seems like a player that could go back yeah, and for the right price. We well, go back and exactly. lead a
0: football club. Would you rather so. maybe 650 at Richmond and just be a dude that plays in the midfield for the rest of his career? Or do you want to go to the Adelaide Crows, the team you grew up on? You've done everything. You've done heaps at Richmond. You've done two premierships, second in the best and fairest. You haven't grown into the player maybe they thought you were going to grow into. You're coming to a club that's pretty bad, ready to rise. You can be our captain in the next year or so after your first year.
1: Yeah, and there's such, like... A, a prestige that comes with being captain of a football club, especially like in a state where there's two teams, s- so many supporters. Uh, I think that it'd be a real possibility and Adelaide would be dumb not to like at least try and inquire yeah. for the services of Jack Graham. He'll
0: get more than um 800K. A year. Uh, he'll get like 800K a year, right? He'll get more, like more. If, yeah. he, if he does what we think. If they really him want
1: him. If they really want him, yeah. then they they might be willing to pay whatever price. Obviously, the contracts in AFL aren't huge, so I I could see a big contract for him to go over there. There's a lot of incentive for him to go over
0: there, uh, mm. especially if he gets like offered a big deal. And I think a lot of people were thinking you, a month ago they were like, "Oh yeah, Jack Graham's a tiger for life. He was a tiger for oh, life yeah. if, he, if he was the captain. I was." He's not he's not he's not, a, he's not the captain of the Richmond Football Club. He's not going to be the captain of the Richmond Football Club for like a guaranteed 2 years. Uh, right. Yeah, at least. And if you're Adelaide, if he's averaging 22 a game, you're bringing in your future captain, you're paying the price for a dude that can explode in the league any given second. And
1: they they need someone in their midfield like pretty bad to be honest, yeah. a younger player to take them through after uh, Sloan retires. They've moved Laird into the middle. So Graham would be like the smart option for them to go for.
0: What do you What do you want if you're the Tigers? Because you contracted. <sighs> oh, that's they actually have, really tough. They, 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 they probably wouldn't give up their first that year. they probably give up the future first.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'd probably end up just taking picks, to be honest. The player doesn't immediately spring to mind. Like, mm-hmm. they're not going to be giving up one of their top draft picks from the yeah. last couple of years. None, none of the aging players would be interested in. So I think it would almost be a case of a, a couple, like, good picks.
0: Yeah. I was also thinking they were interested in Collier Dawkins a little bit ago. um, And and people would be like, well, um, as... Richmond fans head. Could you say they're they're going to look to trade Jack Graham? How could you even think about it, mate? We're not the only ones that have thought about it. Just go on any serious Super Tiger supporter Facebook group, and they were all devastated when Graham wasn't made captain. They've know everyone knows that he had contract offers. He had contract offers from Carlton and that years ago, and it's just the obvious. We know Adelaide's going to approach him in the off season. Oh going to be yeah, we would have had to. I.
1: Yeah. Like, the more I think about it, the more I'm a bit confused. But obviously, like, Graham will, Nancurvis um, and Grimes will be captains for the foreseeable future. I, I just don't know where, like, it leaves Graham, to be honest. Yeah. In the, in the grand scheme of our club. Like, obviously, he'll be playing. Hopefully, he can yeah. get some good time in the middle. Mm. But uh, long term, I'm really not sure. Yeah, I'm not if too concerned want to
0: about
1: be... like Carlton and that. Oh no, me neither. <laughs> I mean, he he'd stay 100 percent instead yeah, of easy, going there. 100%. But uh, yeah, it just
0: depends if he's just gonna kind of be another player, like you said. Yeah, I guess we'll we'll have to find out. People will say, "Oh, you're wait." We're just predicting the future. We know, everyone <laughs> knows if you if you're a smart AFL fan, you know Adelaide are going to come to Jack Ram. They're going to come to Jack Lacocious. Those are the two players they're going to be targeting very heavily. And if they somehow will... I'm I'm quite certain Likotius is going to sign, like, a five-year deal with Gold Coast. Like, I'm quite certain it will be a long deal. But yeah. if the Adelaide Crows come out with Jack Graham and Jack Likotius in free agency... Mm-hmm. Geez, that Huge. Yeah, and Rankin. Like, I think Rankin's more of a poor Adelaide player. I don't know why, but he just looks like... An, I could...
1: Yeah, I could see... Hmm.
0: That's I could more... see him at either, to be honest. Yeah. Anyway, we'll move on. Um, it's an interesting thing to think about. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen there, but who do you think will win the wooden spoon this year? What's going on
1: there? I, I don't want to say North Melbourne. I think they'll improve. I think the two front runners for me would be Hawthorne. Well, Collingwood could be down there too, but... I'm kind of backing their good players in to win them a few games. Right. So I think Hawthorne will be down there. And honestly, Gold Coast might, too, they might start the season really well. But compared to other teams in the league, I think I'd I'd
0: place them down there, too. Right. What about you? So I think... For last spot, there's really two teams I look at. For starters, Gold Coast are going to win more games than we expect them to win this year. They have a very established midfield now. Like, their midfield is greatly improved. Yeah, But if you're looking at Hawthorne and North Melbourne, there is nothing about either of those two teams that is established. Oh, no, not at all. North Melbourne have four players that, like, seriously... They're like tossing around. They have like four solid ruckmen on their list. (laughs) Like, they have four ruckmen and they can't play them all. They want to play Coleman Jones and Goldstein, but then you got that Cherry guy who dominated preseason. You got the guy they took at one in the midseason draft who. Teams were talking about taking as a, fir- a late first in this year's draft if he didn't get taken in the preseason. In the mid, apparently mid-season.
1: he's supposed to be a real long-term prospect. Like they weren't expecting him to play for quite some time when they picked him. So yeah,
0: but you've got all sure these that. players, and North are just sitting here like, well, who do we play because we can't play them all? But they've only got one good key forward and. If you were to ask me a good key backman for North, I think of Mackay and I think of Mackay and I, I think of Mackay. <laughs> Who else do, do they have?
1: Yeah, well, without Tarrant, they might be left real depleted down back and they might concede some pretty big
0: scores this year when you and think about it. Apparently, they're playing Goldstein as like um, like a 70-30, 70% forward, 30% rock. But I'm, I'm yeah. sitting here like, dude, if you want to play Goldstein, you've held onto him for much longer than we expected. I think you got to play him full-time forward. Like, they have yeah, young, Goldstein's upcoming Ruckman. getting on now. And they want to play Coleman Jones full-time Ruck. Like, in order to do that, you have to play Goldstein as a full-time forward because you got younger Ruckman as well to progr- you know, progress, and they're just not going to.
1: And I, I still rate Goldstein – I'm not sure how much I'd rate him as a forward. I don't think I'd rate him as highly as Coleman Jones as a forward, but they're going to be playing Coleman Jones full-time in the Ruck.
0: Do you see Coleman Jones being an elite Ruckman in the AFL, or could you see him being more of an elite forward? Because I know what I see him more as. I,
1: I don't know if he'll reach elite either anything, way. I think Ruckman, right. I, th- I think there's just so many great forwards that you'd almost
0: have to say Ruckman. But he kicked five goals in his first game back as a Tiger. Yeah. And only his second game ever, he kicked five snacks. Why is he yeah. not a forward? I know. I
1: Because I just said I rate him a lot more hmm. as a forward than Goldstein. And I if they're going, to, I would play him forward instead of Goldstein, obviously. And Goldstein's still going to be playing. I don't know. Goldstein's like 33 now. Yeah. Oh, older, 100% Yeah, it's, it's real confusing when you think about it. They've got Larky down there. they got Zerha.
0: Yeah. Do you, you have know. North Melbourne as last, do you think? Because I don't. Even though we said I all these interesting things about them being we like what their stance is, they just need to prove me wrong. Really, like one game of proving me wrong with like four Ruckman playing in the team, then we'd be cool. The team I have finishing last, I think, is the obvious one that a lot of people haven't talked about. I saw this um, video of people saying, who's going to win the wooden spoon? And I saw too many people saying Adelaide, a a bunch of people saying Collingwood, and a bunch of people saying North. Bro, Hawthorne have the worst young core in the league. They have the worst Uh, young core in the league. No doubt Like Quite some margin, to be honest. This is like their first year. They are like a solid top 10 pick. Like Granger Barris, bro. What what was that pick? Well, yeah, I mean,
1: he's going to take some time. He's a big man, but obviously, we haven't seen anything yet.
0: They had the only established thing they had was like back pockets, medium sized (laughs) backmen, and they took a medium sized back pocket with their sixth pick or whatever they had. Yeah. So, I yeah, as
1: I said before, I think Hawthorne will be like they should be down there. I.
0: They could surprise and win some games with Dunstan and Bruce or whatever. Dunstan's playing a bit of back this year, I think, from what I've heard. Is he? Yes, from what I've heard. Could be wrong, but... I mean,
1: I used to rate Mitch Lewis up forward for some reason. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, Hawthorne should be be down there competing for the Wooden Spoon, considering how much other teams have improved and they've been
0: left behind and obviously haven't got Clarko anymore. Plus, they have players there that know they don't. Ne- they're not needed. They're not wanted, bro. They put Jaeger mm. O'Mira and Tom Mitchell all on the trade dead, like the trade uh, block, and yeah. didn't manage to trade one of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, they Hawthorn out of all the teams,
0: I, I wouldn't trust them at all. <laughs> yeah, Collingwood have too many good young players to not snatch up some games. Plus, yeah. too many good players: Darcy Moore, Jeremy Howe, solid players, dude. They are and solid. Pen-
1: Pendles can still play well. Yeah. The goalie's going to impact games. Taylor Adams is is a pretty good player. Yeah, isn't? <laughs> he's, he's not like going to win or lose some games, but he's going to be a real
0: solid player for them. But, and they've still got yeah. good role players like Adam Trelaw, James Stevenson, Uh two, whatever R two, D two, dude. I traded. <laughs> <laughs> oh bro that off season was just hilarious Funnier. and then the guy dipped like six months later he was like, Sorry, yeah
1: <laughs> what was his name ned guy he was
0: ned guy. he went on a. he, he went on the most Collingwood official ever. He's more iconic than Eddie McGuire, hundred percent. Bro,
1: he went on. He went on Fox Footy and said that those decisions weren't made based on the salary cap.
0: <laughs> like that's just a straight lie, bro. Do you remember the they They told um they told the uh, I don't remember who they told this, but Adam Trelaw said this on an interview that they spanned the story like he was depressed. And that, that's yeah. why they were, like, getting rid of him because he had, like, mental health issues, all this stuff, wasn't happy at the club. And Treloar goes, the only thing good in my life, he's like, the other thing good in my life was the club. Yeah, uh, Trelaw obviously,
1: <laughs> yeah, but Trelaw obviously loves the club. He came yeah. out recently and said
0: he doesn't yeah. hold any grudges against them or anything like yeah. that. I think he said he-, he was having just some personal issues that just got turned into, like, a way bigger thing and what, they, what it actually was, and that's pretty messed up by it. A club to do that. Collingwood, yeah. Real uh, messed stuff. Anyway, I think so. What what are you saying? I'm going Hawthorne to win the Warden Spoon. North Melbourne's my second option.
1: I yeah, I'll also go Hawthorne and then either Gold Coast or North Melbourne for the second option. Right, right, all right. I, I don't trust Gold Coast at all still. Is, is I there, I rate I rate a lot of their players, but true. without banking.
0: Yeah. Is there any other AFL conversations you want to bring up? What is there anything floating around in Kenny D's mind, in old Aussie Pfeiffer's mind, that needs to be talked about? Because I kind of pulled that Jack Graham thing out of my asshole because there is nothing going on in the AFL right now. Yeah, I know. It's like once the season gets started, the stories will start flowing
1: and we'll actually have something to base the team, yeah. like – what we're actually talking about based on how they've performed on the field, even Mm. after the first round. But up until then, it's really tough, but obviously really excited for the season to start. So many teams have high expectations. It's going to be such an open league uh,
0: this season. So the race for the top eight should be really interesting. Right. Okay. So moving on to the NBA now, get a Tyrake Evans news. He is back, baby. Back warming (laughs) up with teams. (laughs) Uh, That happened Broke. not to be the Indiana Pacers. One team doing tryouts with him is the Golden State Warriors, the most nearly stacked team in the league that has a solid 15-man foundation uh for some reason working out Tyreek Evans. Is this wish- for the Santa Cruz Warriors or what's going on here?
1: Yeah, exactly. When you sent... I hadn't heard, I'd heard that obviously he was being allowed back into the league and to work out with teams. I didn't know he'd been working with Golden State. And Mm. when you sent me the list, I was so confused as to why that would even, like out of all the teams,
0: Tyreek Evans for Golden State. There was another uh, team too. I just can't remember who it was and I don't care.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, it'd probably make more sense. I mean, I was so excited about getting Tyreek Evans back in the day. Uh, obviously, not much has gone right for the Indiana no, no. in our time.
0: No, probably not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, uh, you somehow got Jane Stevenson back. i mean not Jane. Jane oh, Lance- my god. <laughs> oh my god!
1: Lance is like every time, even though he left us the first time for money or whatever. Uh, did he? Yeah, he did. He oh, left. Oh, they very like 2014. Him. Oh yeah, the very first time yeah, we yeah, wanted right, to keep right, right. him, he left for money. But he just is such an integral part of our franchise that he can just come back a million times,
0: and we're all just gonna love him. So, did you hear the rumors that... about Lance Stevenson? They were what gonna. Were there's they? a rumor that you guys are gonna offer him a two year deal in the off season, just cause like he's so such an integral part to your team.
1: Yeah, and like every like the whole franchise loves him, the crowd loves him. He brought yeah. like some energy back after our like our season was dead and buried. I it was a struggle to watch each game up until we made the trades.
0: Would but, you uh, do you think Tyrek Evans could be another one of those guys? Because I don't think the list clean out in Indiana is done. I think there's a big chance Buddy Hill gets moved, Tristan Thompson just got moved. Um, Malcolm Brandon has interest and you guys will be looking for players to come in and help the younger guys out and is Tyreek Evans a guy that can do that though because some people say oh he got banned for drugs this and that doesn't make him a bad person that doesn't make him a bad leader he could possibly be that guy He could definitely come
1: in and help some of the younger players, especially if we move on players like Brogdon. I do hope we keep Heald, but that's just me being biased because I I really like Heald and he's come in and he's been a a good scorer for us. We need a shooter and he's come in and shot for us. Uh, But yeah, I I would like to see Tyreek Evans back. I used to really rate him. Uh, So yeah, I, I wouldn't necessarily want him back if we didn't move on players like Brogdon, But if we did and we needed someone for next season to come in and help and play some minutes and help the younger guys, then I'd be more than fine with that.
0: Right. Um, So Torek Evans is on your radar now. What do you think the Golden State Warriors plan is for him? Because I don't know if this is a workout just for the Santa Cruz Warriors because they've done this in the past where they worked out, I think it was Jordan Bell, Quinn Cook, jeremy lynn um for their team and then two of them ended up actually going to santa cruz jordan bell and i think i think jeremy lynn played there for a whole season as well to try and make an nba comeback do you think this is more of a we're gonna try you out but we're gonna just sign you to the g-league team yeah that's because i don't see like the real
1: worth for him coming into their NBA team, especially at the moment, uh, because their team's just incredible at the moment. I don't know what he'd really bring to them, but if they were bringing him back to see, like, how how he'd he's be. tracking, how, he, how he'd be, how he'd fit into the team for the future, I mean, there's obviously nothing wrong with that. It could be what's happening based on the past that you've just mentioned.
0: Well, they better hope that... Um... He's not a Darren Collison 2.0 because that man spent two and a half years out of the NBA and everyone was like, including me, like I'm probably to blame here too. Everyone was like, don't worry, he's going to come back good. He's going to come back good. Yeah, we we talked about it. I think he was 16% from three for the Lakers or something like that. And he scored like one point in 10 minutes per game that he played there.
1: I have more trust in Tyreek Evans to come back better than Collison. If I'm honest, but colson shooting those sort of numbers is just ridiculous. I remember us talking about colson and oh, yeah. actually, like, speaking quite highly of him that he can come in and
0: play a role. <laughs> Obviously, we were wrong. <laughs> maybe he just didn't have enough training or something. I don't know. Or maybe he was he just a Lakers. Look at the Lakers, man. Is he the first player this season to do that? No. No.
1: The. The Lakers are something else at the moment. And now LeBron's just going off, scoring 50 pieces for fun because their team's Mate. obviously not going to be going competing for the championship. They're just hilarious
0: at the moment how they'll drop games to anyone like the Houston Rockets. Could you imagine if you told Lakers fans before the season started that their like five-man rotation would be LeBron, Malik Monk, stanley johnson austin reeves and um who's another guy that's been in their like closing games like these guys close people will be like oh, "Ah, yeah. you're just you're joking you're a Lakers hater no these guys close out games they are the out. they legitimately are getting big minutes now reeves is probably on 20 plus a game now same yeah with stanley oh, johnson. reeves plays a lot yeah So I'm not a Lakers hater to say this fact. The the Lakers rotation is one of the most abysmal in the league. And they might be like, oh, well, that's because Westbrook's injured, right? People before the season started. No, so like, I don't know if I'm going to make your any happier Lakers fans before the season started. But Westbrook's like, honestly, an eighth man now that starts. uh, Like that's how they treat him.
1: Oh, yeah. I rated like... I kept trying to defend Westbrook throughout the season, uh, but
0: recently, it, it's not working out in LA. To say the least, he is the worst turnover player in the league. He might not average it's, the most turnovers, but his turnovers are the worst. They watching, are some doozies.
1: Watching him play when he's like. The good parts of his game have left and the stupid parts have stayed. And he's always been quite a painful player to watch. But every time he turns the ball over now, it's just like, man.
0: Bro, he has no, like, handles and first step now. Like, back in the day, this man could give you the nastiest first step. Yeah, he with explosive. the was explosive. And now, my bro could get locked up by Austin Reeves. Like, Austin <laughs> Reeves could do a job on this man.
1: He <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. I mean Westbrook's confidence would be below 0. Yeah. But uh and obviously there's the whole thing like recently coming out about like his family like receiving hate mail and all that like real bad stuff which obviously is going to affect how he plays and like his family and all that. But uh mm. you know people people can't be doing that but When you play for the Lakers, you've got to play to a certain standard or else things like that are going to happen because their fan base is just something else. All right, so this is going to
0: segue me into two things. Um, One, first of all, uh, is because we're talking about Russell Westbrook and I'm just kind of pulling this out of nowhere, but who should the Lakers trade him to? Like who should take, (sighs) because this man is making $47 next season. He will be like the fourth highest paid player in the game.
1: Yeah, he's making a ridiculous amount of money. What team is going
0: to want to take that on? I mean, New Zealand might offer, like, they might pay 900 k Like, the government might just put up heaps and just say, here, yeah, get, get in the New Zealand. They may
1: as well. And we'll sell <laughs> some jerseys. Send him to the NBL, like, no, nah, bro, I, I don't know what's next for Westbrook in Would the Westbrook
0: NBA. even be that like, good in the NBL? the the players that shine in the NBL are shot creators because there are not many shot creators in the NBL and Russell Westbrook is not a shot creator. And would
1: actually be funny to see how he goes. Imagine if he played in the NBL. He'd be like, oh. And I'm wasn't up standard. That would be so funny bro the look on his face oh no I'd actually feel bad for him because we've watched this man put up 40 point triple double <laughs> yeah and we're questioning if he can defeat Bryce Cotton play in Cotton. Australia <laughs> no, Bryce Cotton's a
0: legend for Perth now <laughs> no, shit. but first again in all seriousness what team would take Russell Westbrook and you might be like well OKC might eat his contract bro OKC's Worst thing about their team is three-point shooting. They're going to want to exactly improve on that next I, season.
1: The only reason they take Westbrook is because they felt bad for him. Yeah. I mean, that's just dumb to have Westbrook for OKC now. It's going to have to be a, a bad team, but listen, I don't listen, listen, know. Listen.
0: The only team I think quite possibly could take Russell Westbrook on is the Indiana Pacers. I,
1: I knew you were going to say that.
0: <laughs> Am I wrong for saying the Indiana Pacers would not take him no. on?
1: No, you, you're not. And I would be open to it because it'd be funny to watch Russ play for us and I'd start loving him. <laughs> and no matter how bad he plays. Actually, it depends how bad he plays. But yeah. uh, considering we won't be going to win games for a little while now... <laughs> Now that you mention it, I couldn't come up with a team that would take him on, but obviously I wouldn't want to think of my own team taking him on, Yeah, but...
0: But If you're the Pacers, though, and you get an offer that looks like Westbrook and a first-round pick for Buddy Heald and uh, just, I don't even know, just some salary match. Yeah. You're thinking about it, like oh yeah westbrook's gonna sell jerseys and bring in it especially if he plays good dude indiana have one of the worst um ticket ticket like uh um, oh, what do yeah, they call it our money per ticket and the attendance is terrible our attendance
1: this this year was absolutely shocking like they were giving out free tickets and no one was going half yeah. like i'd seen photos from uh paces pages where there was just, like, not even half an arena in there. Mm. And it was real sad uh, when those photos were coming out because of how bad our season was going. But obviously, we've took another direction. You're getting
0: fans now. There are actually fans in the seat. i tell you what was worse, though, last year. Last year, when you guys were, like, actually trying to contend for the playoffs and fans were like, they were not there. I think that was when the owner was like, "Well, we're not bringing in fans when we're trying now. We got to rebuild now." While the fans aren't and here,
1: I'm so glad that they finally like our our front office is always so neutral but they've actually gone in a direction for once. And it's quite exciting. And getting Halliburton has just been yeah. a game changer. Like, made me so much more excited that we have a guy that we can get behind for the first time since Oladipo. I mean, we got behind TJ Warren in the bubble, but yeah. an
0: actual player that we can get behind for the future too. Mm. It's just absolutely massive. That's another guy. Because TJ Warren will be leaving anyway, the Lakers yeah. might even say, well, can we sign and trade of TJ? Um Apart with Buddy Hill just, just to get it done. Um the, yeah. the other thing is too though, I think the last thing the Indiana Pacers owners expected when re- when blowing up the team was that attendance would get better. That was probably the last thing they thought was gonna happen, and it did. And I feel but, like if you bring in a dude like Westbrook and he starts playing good, then that's gonna be a better sign than maybe having Buddy Hill, because at the end of the day, you're getting a first round pick as well.
1: Yeah, like, and he's such a popular player. Yeah. He like the jersey sales would be high higher than quite a few seasons now to be honest mm. when you're bringing in a player of former superstar status that could revitalize his career and actually have a chance i'd be fully behind it and yeah, yeah in I, indiana
0: I, the floor would probably be spread oh like, yeah they're gonna, they're gonna try and i 100 think the pacers will sign some like um shooters in the off season, like. I really hope so. Type players, they won't be free agents. Uh, You know what I mean.
1: Bringing McDermott back would make me a happy boy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's still got (laughs) two years left, I think. But yeah, Uh, I think I think Westbrook to the Pacers would be the go. I can't see anyone else.
1: Yeah. Now that you mentioned it, like I didn't even like try and think of it because I was trying to think of just random other bad teams that could take him on. But it actually makes the most sense now that you've said it.
0: Yeah. All right, so we're, the other thing is, and I say this with absolute confidence, and I think Lakers fans agree with me now. I think genuinely Lakers fans, this is one thing that Lakers fans can get behind me and not hate me on, and that is Rob Pelinka is the worst GM in the league. He's the They're worst better GM off in the
1: league. With LeBron
0: James as their GM. <laughs> you are better off hiring me with my 2K my league knowledge than this man. Who the hell does um, this man think he is? Making the moves that he is. I'm gonna rage. Uh, I'm gonna rage for a second here. DeAndre Jordan got paid a million dollars for no reason. Why was he in the NBA? How is he still in the NBA? <laughs> and the then after that him? pass, they waived him, bro. That was legendary. <laughs> how did? How did the Lakers general manager see Isaiah Hartenstein in free agency? A man that just put up like eight and eight on the Cavs in limited last minutes and goes, hmm, here's a young center I could pick. Let me take DeAndre Jordan, bro. But
1: to be honest, he's probably so stupid that he didn't realize uh,
0: what type of player he is. And did you not turn the TV on for one second to look at Australia versus US and see Jock Landale dominate. No, no, no. DeAndre Jordan is... yeah.
1: Speaking of Landale, he did a number on us in our victory against San Antonio right. today. Come on, lads.
0: Yeah, it was go. good to
1: see Jock Landale, but he would have been better for the Lakers than he DeAndre also,
0: Jordan. He also looks like Jake Paul. Uh, that is a conspiracy theory. I
1: Jock haven't Landale even noticed, to be like honest. I have Paul? to
0: look that up. <laughs> I saw uh, a... Hold, oh, I don't know. I don't like the way you're looking at the camera here. This is a devious intention. No, <laughs> I felt like a villain, bro. I, I had to unplug my uh,
1: keyboard for some reason and use the laptop one. Oh, he actually kind of does,
0: bro. Some of these photos are real Jake Paul looking. Yeah. Hold on a second though. How did? Can you agree with me? Can we get back on topic real quick and not talk about Jake Paul and Jock Landale? <laughs> How is this man still in a job? How?
1: It's beyond me, bro. This is the Lakers we're talking about. Like, such probably the most important franchise for the NBA. This is yeah. the man making decisions.
0: And it's not like they DeAndre Jordan was the worst signing ever. It's the fact that they kept him for, like, four months.
1: Yeah, bro. I, like, it's 2022. DeAndre Jordan is...
0: Yeah, and you know what was the funniest thing as well? When they got rid of Rondo um, for cash considerations or whatever, everyone was like, oh, yeah, the Lakers suck. The Cavs are good. All right, make it happen. The one that hurt my feelings was then there was a rumor that they were going to send Trevor Ariza back to Miami for cash considerations. And I was sitting here like, hold on a second. Trevor Ariza is like your second option now. He's like the (laughs) only player you have other than LeBron. That can hit a three. How is he the man you're looking at moving? Out of yeah. everyone. Oh, bro. Their team is... Te- oh, my God. <laughs> that was yeah, it's Lincoln, actually General quite Ranger. frustrating.
1: It's quite frustrating when you look at it from that standpoint, when you're not just laughing at the Lakers, which is quite a fun thing to do. This is a team that's got LeBron James, by the way. LeBron that we're freaking talking about. James, bro. <laughs> They've got Anthony Davis who's supposed to be in the prime of his
0: career. Oh hold on, hold on, get this, get this, right? Get this, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna look at the camera real like I'm gonna give it a devious look. You ready? <laughs> so they waved DeAndre Jordan, and their response to that was to sign DJ Augustine. <laughs> their center <laughs> response was to sign DJ Augustine Please. and Lenny and Gabriel people are getting hyped in the comments of the lakers post when they announce they signed augustine bro that's the state of the lakers franchise. i was watching the nba with my mom and she goes um who's that number 35 and i was like oh he's wendy gabriel and she's like is he the new is he, is he the new center and i was like yes <laughs> He's the new center. <laughs> this is the Lakers team. Wendy and Gabriel is your new center. DJ Augustine's playing power forward. And Austin Reeves is playing small forward. What a team,
1: bro. What a and and they're playing prime time games every time they play. They're always like, on ESPN. Every single time. Think of every other game that could be on ESPN. It's always the Lakers. They're always playing prime time in America. And people are over it on Twitter. They're just complaining every single time that no one wants to watch the Lakers
0: anymore. No. And, and the thing is, too, um, like, linker is not making this team better. This team has gotten no. worse by the months. Like, it is not progressing at all. And you want to take a note, Lakers? Did you, did you see what the Cavaliers did? And I'm not even saying this because I'm a Cavs fan. When they were shit-ass, they did not go and sign DJ Augustine and DeAndre Jordan. No, they yeah. signed some undrafted guys that spent four years in college by the name of Dean Wade and Lamar Stevens. Dean Wade is now their starting small forward, and Lamar Stevens is now their ninth man. And they're both under 25, playing good but inconsistent for good basketball the Cavs are so
1: young and they're such a like I have never liked the Cavs franchise I've always shit on them but they're fun to watch now like the Cavs are one of the most exciting teams in the league by quite some margin Mm. and like it really makes you wonder like what is next for the Lakers franchise because it's quite concerning yeah And look, we've
0: lost three of our last seven games, but that's because we've got Jarrett Allen, Larry and Karis LeVert all still injured. And we're like, all of our team is under like 25 except Kevin Love and Rondo. Like, no one's going to care if we barely just make the playoffs. We have heaps of time to develop. And look, if we just make the playoffs and lose in the first round, so be it. We've made more progression this year than the Lakers have probably will in the next three years
1: so much progression from the Cavs this year. It is insane. Like, I i never wanted to even, like, admit it. I didn't think the Cavs were going in a good direction. But you were right the entire time. What I was done right. Has almost been, like, perfection, to be honest.
0: Yeah. And then look at Rob Pelinka and the Lakers, bro. Their idea of getting better is signing the positions they don't need, players they don't need. That is their idea of getting better. I'm sure there's some seven-foot dude in Ukraine, that's probably not the best country to mention, Italy, that is tearing it up, probably averaging 15 and 15 every night, that could come into the NBA and at least average you more than five rebounds a game.
1: And I mean, you may as well. What's the worst thing that can happen? It's not like it'd be any worse than the plays that they've been bringing in.
0: Look at Frawling in the NBL right now. He's like twenty-three, really skinny. Probably won't be an NBA player. But god damn, try something.
1: Anything? Like, is he even looking out
0: there at his options? No, because Uh, he—that's not the way he doesn't want to think about that. He's gonna. What he's probably thinking about now is the next season. He's probably mm. looking at free agency, looking at trades in the off-season. Probably he's not even paying attention. His scouts are probably telling him every day to sign this player. And he could not care. Because they're not going to yeah. bring in money. They're not going to bring people to the seats.
1: No, and this season, it well, they've got the play-in tournament, <laughs> which I'm not convinced that they'd win. No. But uh, yeah, this season's a write-off for them, and which is worrying since LeBron is aging, but he's still playing such good basketball.
0: Well, people are already saying um, LeBron is going to request a trade in the offseason. Yeah. Like, that is a very disgusting So, yeah. if that was the thing, wouldn't you go and sign some young kid from Italy or Australia right now? Like, wouldn't <laughs> you be ready to p- hit the panic button? At least I mean, try and sign some so. young guys. Yeah.
1: And if they don't, like, say LeBron does leave. Yeah, like I said, I don't know what the hell is going to happen to the Lakers. At least they got one championship out of all of this, because they were down for quite some time before, and they had a good young core building. Then they got LeBron, but uh,
0: <laughs> and then LeBron just—well, I don't even want to at, say LeBron destroyed anything. They could have bounced back from. They could have won another championship if the oh, yeah. if the Lakers use their moves right.
1: Yeah, at, le- at least they got one championship out of it, even though it was the bubble championship. So, I mean, they didn't really get to celebrate it, but uh, yeah.
0: they got one. I mean, there were plays in free agency they could have taken instead of Westbrook anyway. Like, Westbrook wasn't even good on the Wizards, bro. And, and- when, even if you want to say DeMar Rose and all that was going to regret, which they didn't end up doing, but I still would have taken DeRozan. I have You have known me for how long? I have said this every year that Westbrook is a bad player. He is a bad player. He was a bad player on the Rockets. He didn't do anything for the first half of the year on the Wizards, and he was a bad player on the Lakers. That's three out of three years.
1: He's been a bad player. Like, he hasn't been a good player. He's been, like, detrimental to have on the floor for a while now. Yeah. But he was, I still think he was, a really, really great player, like, in his prime, which we got to see. But, uh, and kids growing up now, they don't even, they wouldn't even know how like Westbrook had played. And they just know him as this bum that was supposed to be a part of the big three. Like, did they bring him in just to have the big three that's not yeah.
0: clearly not a big three? Well, some teams have made some questionable decisions, like the Rockets, bro. Him and Harden were never going to work out. And here's a fact oh, no. Westbrook was, they were better when Westbrook was on the bench. In especially yeah. in the playoffs, they were a better team. Um <laughs> uh, the Wizards I honestly don't feel like the Wizards gave him enough of a chance. Like, yes, he was no. terrible the first half of the year, but he bounced back. Um and looked like they actually had something okay going for them. But when I think they heard that like a solid shooter and K C P and a young player in Kuzma would be coming and some cap relief, they were kind of like, Whoa. Yeah and Spencer and... Dinwiddie like Kuzma's in, been, been pretty in. good for them so far. Yeah, so that they took a huge W. Some people are saying, Stephen A said um, the Westbrook trade could be one of the worst in, like, Lakers' history. It, Especially if they could. can't trade him.
1: Yeah. This would be a great segment to have Will on, by the way, because I'd love to hear him clap back about Westbrook and defend him. What's he
0: going to say? What's he going to say? Uh, statistically, Westbrook's 8.8 8 turnovers aren't actually as bad as you think they are. I just love saying that Westbrook can't
1: even get stats anymore. Like he can't even grab four rebounds for my multi
0: on sports bet. Like could you bro. imagine him on the court? Hey, hey, hey yo, hey yo, when you and Gabriel move out of the way. I need this rebound. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bro. Like poor Stephen Adam. <laughs> Give I me mean, the reason. Westbrook bro. might as well be their small forward now. Well, yeah. <laughs> DJ Augustine, Austin Raves. Oh my God, bro. What is that team? Well, I think we're going to move on though, because this clip is going to be 10 years long of us just trashing Westbrook and their GM. And the realistic thing the- is, it's not even really their Westbrook's fault. It's, it's no. the GM's fault. Like, he is the dumbass that built this team. And I don't even care if LeBron is in my ear. I'm telling LeBron to shut up like what Ty Lue did. Like Ty, mm. Lue, Ty Lue tried to tell him to shut up. And look where he is. He's coaching the Clippers. Rob Polinka might be coaching the Clippers next <laughs> if he tells him to shut up. <laughs> Alright, Moving on now. Um, we'll talk about one more thing before we move on to some boxing because uh you know me i know you youtube boxing is absolute AIDS. it's my one passion it's I my love one... youtube boxing I, I can't wait to get in the ring one day and then post a picture afterwards with xavier of me like this xavier <laughs> <laughs> looked like the type of dude just to go after one training session <laughs> no uh, bro m- moving on bradley Beal. now i'm quite certain he is going to re-sign for four years with the wizards i think most people are they're building something really special you got whether you like christophe's or not they've still got the first ever foundation they have had in washington since 2017 with john wall back then they had john wall otto porter um and just some pieces they've struggled to gain continuity they've had westbrook did not create a foundation there. They had Dinwiddie, did not create a foundation there. Now they have Kuzma, now they have Kristaps and it looks like this will be a long-term thing. But if the Boston Celtics came to you with a good idea, like if you were Bradley Beal and the Celtics came up to you and said, we're going to offer you a sign and trade of a max, we're going to trade Marcus smart, and L Horford and a first or two to the wizards in a sign and trade. Is that something you're thinking about? If you are Bradley Beal, do you think about maybe joining Brown and Tatum and? That's what I was going to say. Williams and that the the
1: prospect of joining Tatum, like Tatum, is a superstar at this point, yeah. And uh, <laughs> Brown has improved a, a whole bunch in recent years. That would be. Real enticing. I'd love to see how it work out having Brown, Tatum, and Beal all on the same team. Yeah. Uh, and what would you say they're sending back in return? Al Horford and Marcus. Smart. Yeah. So
0: Al Horford will be on a twenty-seven million dollar team option next year, which I think the Celtics will accept if yeah. because it can be a part of a sign and trade. Plus, he's an incredibly good center, um, and he might play in Washington. Whether he tries there or not, whether it's his last year, they probably won't care too much. They've got a, such a young foundation anyway. Marcus Smart's an incredibly solid defender who would live and breed in Washington. He would live it up there. He's just one yeah. of those guys. And two first-round picks to help out with Kyle Kuzma, Danny RVR. Don't know if Hachimura will still be there. There's been rumors they're looking to trade him for quite a while. Um, Kispert and whoever they draft this year. Yeah. It's, it's an I...
1: idea... I, I agree with you that, like, I can definitely see Beal re-signing there. And that idea is interesting. And it does make sense, considering Al Horford yeah. and Marcus Smart, how they go uh, over uh, in Washington, plus the picks. I don't know. I kind of just see Beal staying, though.
0: Yeah. Well, think about the team the Wizards would have if he stayed. Like, think about think about the team. Let's just say... Um, free agency. I don't know who they would get. Um, I could actually realistically see them trading for Malcolm Brogdon. I think he would be a guy. And let's just say they give up um, Hachimura and a protected first for Malcolm Brogdon, right? Because I think they're going to move Hachimura. He's not going to develop behind Kuzma. And the Heat have been interested in so long about Hachimura. Um, Pacers might want him. Then you, you let KCP go. You finally develop Denny Avdia. Denny Avdia could grow into being the shooter that KCP is, much mm. more of a shot creator, um, a dude that could really help out. Then you're looking at a team that has point guard Malcolm Brogdon, shooting guard Bradley Beal, small forward Denny Avdia, powerful Karl Kuzma, center Kristaps. And the... I'd love to see that team play. And off the bench, they would have one of the, if not the most solid benches in the league. You could bring back KCP to play 20 minutes per game off the bench. You've got yeah, him there. Sure. Um, They've got the bloke that has been to like 40 different teams in the last three years. I forgot his name. He was on the Hornets most recently. Oh, Not dude. springing straight to mine. Uh, whatever. They've got him. Um, Corey Kisper off the bench. The, the bench, I'm going to read it out right now so we can get like more of a more of an understanding of how insane their bench would look like real quick.
1: Yeah, that team, with having Brogdon, Kuzma, Beal, Porzingis, and Avdia developing into a great shooter, like, man, like, that would make... Well, Washington were serious for quite a while this season. That would make them a very serious
0: team. Do you want to hear their bench? So you've already got the starting five, which is an above-average starting five with two all-star-caliber players. Their bench would look like KCP, Daniel Gafford, Corey Kispert, Ish Smith, um, whoever they draft, and whoever they go out and sign. And if they want to bring back Thomas Bryant, that's an option. Um, They already just had Montrez, Montrez Harrell, but they will probably move on. You know, they just traded him, frees up some cap there. There's a lot going on right now with this Washington team. Plus, they yeah, got a good coach who's done well in his first year. Yeah, he
1: really has. That would make Washington. I I'd love to see that team play, and I can I can see that happening more than Beal to the Celtics, a hundred percent. Yeah, the defensive
0: uh, aspect of that team is questionable, though.
1: Very questionable, but it'd be fun to see them on offense.
0: <laughs> yeah. And even like, even if you're like, well, shit, we're getting killed defensively right now. Brogdon's a great defender. Daniel Gaffett off the bench is a good defender. KCP is a top five perimeter defender this league, statistically, um, this year rather. There's movements they could always look up for, like, you know, try and get a backup point who's good defensively as well.
1: Yeah. There's moves so they could do. Oh yeah, a lot of different moves they could make, and obviously that defensive capability off the bench, and they'd swap players in and out. I do rate Gafford quite highly, Uh, but yeah, that Washington team
0: is pretty exciting. They're tall as well—six foot five Malcolm Brogdon at point, six foot nine Denny of the year at the three, Um, six foot nine long athletic Kuzma at the four. It's a tall team. Mm. Real tall. Yeah. So I, I like it though. But yeah, I don't know. I think the Celtics would have a pretty good offer. And if you were Bradley Bill though, let's just say they gave up Al Horford, smart, some picks for Bradley Bill. Um the Celtics could very well they have still have Daniel Tice on um 10 million, I believe. They've got Neesmith on like three or four million they could legitimately say to the Pacers as well, can we get Brogdon for this, give up a first round pick to make it happen as well. You give up three first round picks, this and that, but you're rocking with a team next year that could look like Brogdon at the one, Beal at the two, Tatum at the four, uh, Brown at the three, uh, you know, Williams at the five. Off the bench, you would still have Peyton Pritchard still there. Derek White is still there. Grant Williams has been better this season. Um, Again, yeah, there's definitely room to move. They just need to go yeah, get a better m- bench.
1: Imagine that team. Yeah. Imagine that starting five. That would be scary. And I mean, Tatum, the sky is the limit at the moment.
0: That man is a mm. killer. <laughs> and it's not even unrealistic either. Like no. Because they have been linked to Bill for so long. And there was rumors about Brogdon previously. Yeah. And they're two tradable guys. Very tradable, especially yeah. Brogdon. So, yeah, very, very interesting. But we'll move on to some YouTube boxing now, and we'll talk about some guy that is pissing me off because he won't fight, and that is good old KSI. Is he a put-the-money-where-the-mouth-is put type of guy, or is he, is he, is he going to fight? Well, that's what I'm asking. Is he ever going Shit. to fight?
1: I haven't kept, like, I used, when I was little, I loved KSI so much, and then I got around him when he was fighting Logan Paul. I haven't really followed him since. I mean, I've listened to his music, and it's really, it's not it's good. bad at all. It is yeah. very good. Holiday
0: is a but, um, very good song. Bro,
1: he, I thought he was just going to continue with that and the YouTube boxing, like, page in his career was going to close i mean i I, i'm not that interested in seeing Mm. him in the ring and against alex wasabi or whatever who i don't even know that well i heard my yeah i've heard my like little brother and sister a couple years ago (laughs) talk about him (laughs) and that's it so people
0: don't understand the power of music see sometimes mm. i chuck in my airpods and i listen to songs and you you think it gets you thinking right and holiday is one of those songs where if you chuck in that AirPod and go for a little walk and you're a very lonely man you will think what it would be like to post a story with your girlfriend with this song (laughs) Xavier Xavier knows what I feel like because as soon as Xavier got a girlfriend he posted a picture of him and her and put summertime in Paris with Jane Smith (laughs) and I was telling him that's what I was gonna do when I got a girlfriend He went and got a girlfriend and posted that song.
1: <laughs> the Xavier copying you, it's it'll like, never end, bro. It will never there's, end. There's
0: so many ways to end. And when I texted him about it, and I I, li- if I bring my DMs back, I think I said to him, like, hey man, <laughs> this was our idea we were gonna do it together when we both had a girlfriend. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I can't even find it, dude. It probably will be gone there yeah, because these stories are deleted. Yeah, I, I, I know oh what you my mean. God. I'm gonna send you a screenshot of one of our texts, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean, but you know what I mean with yeah. I sign holiday. Yeah. I was so I was so
1: surprised, like when I first heard holiday. I wasn't expecting that at all. And it was crazy when it came out, and I 100 percent get what you mean. You gotta do that. Once Fudge Boy gets a girl, Holiday's going on the story, I can promise you that.
0: Oi, shake it in right now. You guys get it. He's a podcast exclusive. Go and follow my Instagram page, at John Beecroft, and you will see this story within a year. <laughs> oh, you set a timeline.
1: <laughs> oh, you see how um, easy
0: that is, KSI? How hard is it for you to set up a fight? I just set up meeting my girlfriend within a year, bro. No, nah,
1: legit, though, I... I don't know what he's doing. I'm not interested in seeing him back in the ring,
0: really. But, I mean, I'll probably still watch it if he does. Well, it's heated <laughs> up recently because yeah. Austin McBroom, is that how you say his name? Yeah, it would I be. know he's a family man, but all I remember is seeing that video of him slapping his daughter's ass. And, oh, yeah, my uh, God. That is apparently, so... like,
1: his channel's, like, shady ass. I don't remember what the argument was for it, but apparently it's just weird.
0: Look, I don't care if you're a parent and you kiss your kid on the lips, you... I I don't want to get into anything else, but I don't care. But that slap was... Weird. I haven't seen it, I don't know I want to. It was... Remember that devious intent you looked at me with earlier? <laughs> that was... The, I was looking at Google. Oh. Oh. Kind of hurts my feelings. No, yeah, I was I was looking at you. Oh cool. Thank you. See, maybe it will be me and you on that story and we'll put holiday on there. We're getting on both track. of our stories. We're getting so oh that would that would make Xavier jealous as. Wait, <laughs> we're getting hella sidetrack here. KSI was supposed to fight this Austin McBroom dude who has this big old YouTube channel that used to be famous. Um And he got called out multiple times. His awesome broom dude basically beat the shit out of some TikToker. Um, And looks like an actual okay fighter for someone that has never really fought before. But KSI never responded to him. Instead, has now kind of come out and basically said that he will be boxing again this year. His management confirmed that he will be boxing again this year. And looks like he is challenging Alex Wasabi to a fight because Wasabi has been challenging him. And it looks like they're getting on, and And alex was a weak guy that barely yeah i was about
1: to say you would imagine that'd be an easier fight than the family man
0: but this is the man that claims he wants to fight jake paul he can't want to fight like i i hate jake paul and i love
1: ksi yeah but he, he'd just be plain stupid for that to ever
0: happen now. Whatever the haters want to say, this is a fact now. Jake Paul is a professional fighter who was about to go head-to-head with Tommy Fury. Okay? A YouTuber yeah. doesn't go head-to-head with Tommy Fury. No. Tommy Fury and is his... a solid boxer. And Jake Paul is serious about that shit like you know, if i had to so ask serious. You, if i had to ask you as well who do you think pulled out of that fight jake paul or tommy fury you would probably say jake paul it was actually yeah was but tommy fury. it was
1: it was fury yeah he because pulled out of the fight
0: because he well, was sick and uh, had rib issues multiple different reasons we won't yeah we've already talked about this it's
1: is that fight supposed to be rescheduled and happening in the future? or It what's won't, happening it, it won't with ever that? happen.
0: I don't think Tommy Fury is fully committed to Jake Paul or boxing. Yeah, there's so... Well, I've heard that he wants to be a serious
1: boxer, but there is so much for him to lose if he were to go and,
0: say, get knocked out by, by Jake, Jake Paul. Paul. And like, it, it, it's not even like Tommy Fury should be the clear favourite to win. Tommy Fury no. goes four rounds in fights.
1: Yeah. We he's like we haven't seen all that much of him.
0: Yeah. Um, but with KSI, KSI is a fraud, right? No matter what his fans want to say, when it comes to boxing, he is a fraud. He has been <laughs> selling this Jake Paul fight for three years, four years, and it has not I, happened. Um, I didn't
1: even know that he he was still going like It would have made sense back in the day, and it would have been real interesting, but it's just stupid now that that would ever be an option or that he would tease that fight.
0: And why would you fight Alex Wasabi? What are you getting out of that?
1: That's not, yeah, it's not really proving anything. It's getting
0: some sort of a payday. I mean... What are you getting? If you are serious about boxing, you are not getting anything out of not only Alex Wasabi, but Austin McBroom. No. Go and fight Tyron Woodley. Go and fight <laughs> Tyron Woodley. And KS1, no matter how much I like your music, you were getting dropped.
1: Uh, well, yeah, he definitely is. And, I mean, I think Woodley would... <laughs> Woodley would beat Jake Paul in an octagon. Because oh, I'm yeah. only saying well, this, well, I mean, because yes, Jake UFC. Paul is not shutting up about entering the octagon. The yeah. like, I just wish he'd shut up about that. But... um. Yeah case i can't be like legit about this if he wants to still box for fun then i understand that he'll go and beat up these other youtubers mm. but and people will watch it apparently they'll get a, some will sort they, of pay though? out of it
0: what who who wants to watch alex wasabi or austin mcbroom fight
1: yeah is that just the U- but, is that
0: a uk or a european thing cuz like i don't know anything about these guys and i'm not no interested. they're definitely I'm pretty sure they're American, but like Wasabi KSI,
1: American? I think so. I don't know. I KSI fans would probably get around it and they'd watch him and they celebrate him winning yeah. it. Like,
0: hmm. oh, he is American because it was America versus UK. Deji was UK. Oh, uh, yeah. Didn't Deji fight recently? Yeah, and barely lost to Austin I uh, Barely lost to Wasabi. And this dude wants to fight oh, KSI yeah, yeah. and KSI right. wants him. <laughs> that is funny bro it is (laughs) my favorite fight of all time is Deji versus Jake Paul (laughs) people don't understand the distance KSI and Jake Paul are oh yeah like a distance
1: so many people like so many people would be biased towards KSI but even with that I'm
0: biased towards KSI by a long way when comparing him to Jake Paul but not in a boxing ring if you were to predict the fight, so if you were to predict the KSI vs Jake Paul fight, what would you say it happen? Because I reckon he would make it out of the first round, but I think yeah. that man would be slapped up. The KSI would be Second, wobbly as...
1: Yeah, he'd be completely out of it. Like, even him against Logan Paul, it wasn't, was like, gassed. convincing victory. Yeah. He wasn't... Like, he came out boxing all right, but he got gassed. I you'd have to say Jake Paul knockout round 2. Round 2, oh easy. I mean the like, final
0: I, last past round no, 2. No, I right?
1: I like you said I can imagine in case I'm making it out of the first and I can picture him in the corner after getting smacked yeah. up which as much as I hate to say but it, it clearly would happen.
0: Bro, Jake but, um, Paul could beat him off the jab. Oh off yeah, jab. And doesn't have to do anything else Just beat him off the jab. I Jake Paul wouldn't even want to fight KSI anymore, would he? He's way past that, wouldn't he be? I think he doesn't, but KSI and his fans keep bringing it up.
1: Yeah. So it keeps because, becoming
0: a discussion.
1: Because so many people would want to see what? KSI versus Jake Paul without understanding mm, what's going the on? actual distance between them.
0: Uh, also, here's another thing, too, to mention um, – this isn't the same fight that it would have been a couple of years ago either. Oh, no. Not, not in terms of skill level, but fandom. Dude, two years ago, Jake Paul was the most hated man on the planet, nearly. And he has people... Now he like, has support in his comments.
1: Yeah, in, in in comments on Instagram on multiple pages. Unless it is on, like... He gets trashed on, like, MMA pages when yeah. they post him. But when it's just like a regular old page like rap or any sort of popular page he gets support in the comments now which you remember would when have he never thought a couple trump years ago and
0: shit. like people were very I- happy <laughs> people were like what is this collaboration <laughs> i can only
1: remember kanye and little pump
0: We've oh little pump with trump <laughs> bro <laughs> When Trump is back in twenty twenty four, the memes are going to be so sick. Read, Trump is going to clown on the whole entire Democratic Party, and Kanye is just going to be sitting there like, "Yes, I told you so." Now, kid, no, bro. Kanye's you? running for president. No, <laughs> Kanye's going to be on Trump's doorstep saying, "Can we do anything about this marriage? Can you legally?" Yeah, oh, bro, nah. <laughs> i feel bad for pete davidson bro and trump <laughs> trump would be like feature me on don the three and we'll, we'll make something happen here
1: Don't you see <laughs> we, what happened? we need the dynamic jaw of trump and kanye back no
0: shit no shit bro the... honestly if kanye was president would the man be worse than biden no <laughs> 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 Probably not. Probably i not. Mean least... <laughs> oh, I Kanye, Kanye runs man. with the Donder party. The Donder party. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on, but moving on. So, we've talked about KSI and how I also think he needs to fight Tyron Woodley because I think that's the fight that he should Which... be looking at. Well, was...
1: Tyron Woodley would take it because. Yeah another payday and he can just it doesn't matter if he wins or loses at this well, point i mean it seems like his mma career was so long ago
0: <laughs> if i was KSI, this is what i'm doing next month i'm fighting alex wasabi i am beating alex wasabi just to get in the ring and get hit a couple of times right in four months i'm gonna go fight on whatever undercard jake paul is doing i'm going to go fight tyron woodley I'm going to put up a good effort. And if imagine I imagine that for a co main event, though, that event oh, would be huge. wouldn't be a co main event. He'd be the, it would be the undercard, 100%. But he would. Depends, depends
1: how they market the fight, to be honest, and who Jake Paul's fighting. If he, if he beats
0: Tyron Woodley, if. Because let's just be honest here, that's probably not going to happen. I, but if. Then the Jake Paul KSI fight talks get back on. Yeah, but and you could do I this in all under a year if you're KSI.
1: Yeah, and does he really want to?
0: Like well, it sounds like it sounds like he wants Jake Paul. <laughs> yeah, well I don't know if that's the question is he wants to but is it reachable? Is no, it possible no. to beat Jake Paul ever? What would he have to do to beat Jake he Paul? Would, he would do you know if he's continued like training
1: and staying fit? Because I know in between fights he like let well, himself go a bit before he got back.
0: KSI training. fans and that they say he's in the gym and he trains, but like, yeah, uh, bro, people on tour don't often train, and you know, no. that doesn't doesn't happen. But no. it, it's a, it's a tough one. Um, but if you're Jake Paul again, I'm still fighting someone else. Um, I. I'm going to. If I'm him, I would be try. I'd be pushing for a fight against what's his name even more now. Um Tommy Fury, because if he fights yeah. him now, if I, I'm I'm taking Jake Paul now because like I don't know what that's a Tommy fight Fury's is doing. That's the fight that
1: I'd be interested in seeing from him. I mean, and that that fight I would be more I, I would have said Tommy Fury and I probably did say him quite I a think while you ago did, but yeah. yeah now now you'd not be too sure but again he's beaten what Tyron Woodley Ben Askren he needs another yeah. one under his belt like do you think Tommy Fury is that another one because I, I think yeah that's what
0: that's what you'd think it'd be before before I start taking him too seriously well because... that's before the next guy who, if he beats Tommy Fury, then that's a you, you're going to Conor McGregor. Like that's the next fight. That is the next fight. <laughs> that is the money fight, and is the money fight.
1: Conor would just, uh, it'd just be sad for me to, lost. to see him. I I can't see him losing. He he was very good against Mayweather. Mayweather still was quite old. But, man, it'd just be like how far Conor McGregor had fell if he was to fight Jake Paul. And I've seen him, like, responding to things Jake Paul has been saying without mm. mentioning his name, which is like, why are you even bothering? Like They're trying McGregor to brew something up of yeah, some sort. Like, McGregor doesn't need that. Like, mm. he can sell out a fight against anyone.
0: So yeah. the, the thing is, too, though... If Conor McGregor and Jake Paul are fighting now, I'm probably still taking Conor McGregor because that man can oh, yeah, eat um, up a punch. Yeah. James Jake Paul's best thing is way. offense. And look, I've seen Conor McGregor spar. He is not a better boxer when it comes to techniques or anything like that than what Jake Paul is. But if you gave Conor McGregor even a couple of months to learn that technique, dude, the punches oh, he can take. If he,
1: took, yeah, if he took that seriously, like he would just outlast
0: He's not getting knocked
1: out. Yeah. He outlasted him easily.
0: He could win on points with his eyes closed. So, if he took it seriously. Yeah. To to do that, you would have to take it seriously. He would have to, again, have a little bit better technique than what he did against Mayweather. Uh, Yeah. again, um, it's been quite some time. Yeah. And he went... The reason Mayweather fight, it was said that Conor did so well is because he lasted a long time.
1: Yeah. It was... it was like, whoa, he's actually yeah. in there, you know? Which, I mean, he was a killer back in the Days 1-1 fight mm. since 2016. There's the, the reason I'm so against it is because there's so many
0: fights that he can have in the UFC I and agree. he can build himself back up. Yeah. So Plus, I don't think Jake Paul is the fight because, again, as I said, the reason he looked so good against Floyd was because he just lasted. He was just yeah. there. But against Jake Paul... Look, you can do the same thing, but that's not going to guarantee you the win. If Jake no. Paul has better technique and he lands more hits, that's what's going to catch the ref's eyes. If you stand there and just get hit the whole time and throw some doinky-ass throws, it's not going to be the greatest thing ever. So he's got to <laughs> practice his technique and everything. I don't think McGregor would let... Like, imagine McGregor's image
1: if, if he happened, lost yeah. to Jake paul that's what i'm it like, would never
0: happen it would never happen
1: it would completely tarnish everything he's ever done no matter how many people he knocked out in 30 seconds
0: yeah so uh, give conor mcgregor two months and he's smacking jake paul up yeah that's my 100 percent there's no way jake paul let, let that man learn technique and the fight is done because <laughs> he's got the power bro his technique is just bad i've watched <laughs> the floyd mayweather fight and it's just not it is not great
1: yeah, it was. I don't. I only watched it once, and that was at live when they played it in a room at the NCG. I was at like St. Kilda really? versus Richmond or something. Yeah. And they played it in a room, and we went in and watched it. So,
0: also the height yeah. difference is it's a little different now, too. Oh, You're yeah. Going from a man that's five foot eight and a half, five foot nine to six foot and a half or whatever Jake Paul is. Yeah, it's quite a difference. Yeah. So, I mean, but bro, two months in. The, and that's what he's doing now. Um, he was posting videos of him boxing, and his technique looked a little better. There was just, there were some issues, but man, it's going to take time. <laughs> I mean, is, is he still walking on a broken-ass ankle too? Oh, bro, that injury, that was
1: sickening. Yeah. But uh, he was still sitting on the ground talking shit. That's just, that's <laughs> just so McGregor.
0: <laughs> bro, how do you even have the power to talk? bro imagine
1: the amount of well the adrenaline from being out there oh, i yeah, guess true. and like with some like subsidize the pain but the fact that he was still chatting shit on the yeah. ground it's just the most mcgregor thing ever
0: mm. yeah I, as i said i think Conor mcgregor is smacking jake paul but god damn that, 100%. Would, be a, that would be a good fight especially if paul <laughs> beat tommy fury that yeah. would be a kick-ass fight to watch. I think they're both batshit crazy. That would just imagine, <laughs> oh, imagine, imagine the conferences. Oh my yeah, god, exactly. It'd be so entertaining! Yeah, Make they'd it happen, be
1: pleased. Yeah, that would honestly. The build-up would probably be better than the
0: actual fight. Yeah. All right. I'll probably I'll probably end off the pod. I want to thank you for coming on. It's been been pretty good we definitely All good bro. We, we said some interesting things especially about the lakers i think i've said some things about mcgregor which might get me hate it might make me look like a jake paul fanboy but honestly i'm i'm stating the truth where you want to talk shit about me saying he's got bad technique he just does like his boxing <laughs> technique's not great but i'm also not saying that this guy wouldn't absolutely destroy the shit out of jake paul in like one round if he got it figured out like, it would be crazy how much that man would kill him. Yeah, 100%. So,
1: obviously, and, I mean, Jake Paul's saying he's offering to go in the octagon.
0: Yeah, no, that's not happening. Let's ignore <laughs> that's that. That's just the most stupid thing yeah. of all time. But, yeah, leave a like, subscribe to the channel, comment in the comment section down below. Do you want me to link your channel? Is there a comeback coming around? Do about? it. coming back, coming soon. Link Aussie FIFA down below. Um, and, yeah, go check out the Cliffs channel, all of that, and I guess I will see you guys next time. Goodbye.